I'm Holly. And I'm Haley. Welcome to Mountain Mysteries, Tales from Appalachia. a nice way to start off this episode. Haley, I've got a weird episode this week. I'm excited. Yeah, it is creepy and gave me sort of a weird chill when I was researching it, but um, I think that makes for a good episode. Are you ready to drift back into the early 1800s? I am. I have my comfort piper piper cleaner, pipe cleaner. Um, There's the room we're in has craft supplies and I found pipe cleaners, so I'm I actually thought that she had it in her bag because I was looking down and she goes, oh, craft supplies, pipe cleaner. And I was like, are you just rifling through your bag and that's what you randomly keep I know, in so it? I, I get mean, to keep my bag nowadays. Zip ties, I'm not. <laughs> zip ties, pipe cleaners, um, you know, whatever you might need. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't want to know. I I'm don't. super ready to go back to the early 1800s. Okay. So, you know, let's do it. All right, so we are going to Tennessee in the early 1800s. This tale actually takes place in Robertson County, which is not terribly far from Nashville. Okay. All right. So in 1817, John Bell Sr. was a... (sighs) I'm so excited. Sorry, I'm so excited. Oh my God. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Wow. I had to get really excited. Um, This is the kind of enthusiasm I'm expecting from you all as you (laughs) drive in your car, fold laundry, sit on the potty, wherever you're listening to us. Um, All right. So, John Bell Sr. was a farmer who lived with his wife, Lucy, and their six children, which included Jesse, Betsy, Richard, John Jr., Drury whom they called Drew, and Benjamin. Okay, so we have Betsy, John, whatever the hell the rest of their names were, and then Drury. Drury, that's right. Why did we decide that one? Almost sounds like jewelry. But Drury. Drury. I shall call you Drew. I don't know. That's weird. Usually Drew is short for Andrew, so Drury. Drury. Yeah. That's bad. I mean, sorry, Drury. No offense, but that's not on my top list no, of baby names. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not on there. Made its comeback yet. Fingers crossed. Oh, Drury. <laughs> so the family moved to Tennessee from the coast of North Carolina about a decade before. The trip was very harsh, and it required them to cross over the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. Which, you know, you got to think at that period of time, there wasn't a lot of traffic going that way. Um, so I imagine that was a really rough um, trip. I'm sure. But they made it to Tennessee, and they settled in an area called Red River, which is now known as Adams, Tennessee. It was said that John married Lucy when she was 12 years old and he was 32. Hate that already. I'm going to say, please no, we, we don't condone child marriage. And, uh, Even today, in the 1800s, I no, don't No, and today John okay. would be in jail. That is just hella ugh, gross and creepy. So 12 um, and 32. So 20-year age difference. Now, it is one thing if you are 30 and your spouse is 50. I mean, even 20 and 40. It feels a little... That would be, 
Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that. As long as everybody's an adult and consenting. And, and consenting. Like 18 and, and plus, I will do what you that's, want. That's your business. Do whatever Absolutely. you want. 12-year-old. No. 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 So, Absolutely this was not. a different time. Things were a little different in the 1800s. I'm guessing this was a little more culturally accepted. Still not lo- loving it. Not loving it, period. But back to our story. <laughs> so the family's crops really prospered, and they were among the war wealthy families in the area. They did pretty well. Um, the Bell family lived in a large log home surrounded by hundreds of acres, and their idyllic life would soon take a turn for the worse. It sure would. One day, in 1817, John Bell was walking through the fields inspecting his crops when a mysterious-looking animal appeared to him. The animal looked somewhat like a dog. When John moved closer, the dog disappeared as if in thin air. I hate that. Days later, the Bell's son, Drew, <laughs> there's Drury, Drury. <laughs> saw a strange-looking bird and one that was, quote, an extraordinary size, sitting on the fence post. Drew moved towards the unusual bird, but again, it vanished into thin air. Buzzard. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I'm, saying, I'm saying, I didn't realize how big they were until a couple weeks ago. And dun, dun, dun. Man, oh man, they're huge. Something. that's It's an ominous bird. Yeah. It is. Several days later, the oldest daughter, Betsy, saw a young girl in a green dress swinging from an oak tree. Not hanging, but right, just you know, like playing. playing. Yes, swinging. yes. Gotcha. Just want to just clarify that. Curious, Betsy had never seen the young girl before, so she moved towards her, and the girl disappeared before her eyes. A lot of disappearing things happening over here. First off, I feel like, why do... These apparitions have to screw with you. Why? Like, I. I, Like, commit if you're gonna. I feel like you would. Yeah. I feel like you wouldn't just disappear. You'd be like, bring it. Mm -hmm. Let's do this. Yeah. If you're gonna appear to somebody, you gotta commit to it. That's why you're gonna be the leader. I like that. I like that too. I really do. I feel like you would bring a lot to the table. (laughs) Yeah. Of hauntings. Yeah, exactly. You've had a lot of experience. Yeah. I mean, you're really qualified for the position. I appreciate that. I'll answer the phones. Great. So, the family slave, and yes, they had slaves. I keep forgetting the time period. Again, early 1800s, um, they were prosperous farmers, so... Yeah, they had slaves. So their slave, Dean, claims that he was followed back um, along a dirt road where he was going to see his wife um, by a black dog. And when Dean moved towards the dog, it disappeared. All right. Within the house, the family began hearing loud knocking sounds on their walls. And on their doors. I don't like that. Within the house, they heard moans. Oh, God. They heard dogs fighting with one another in the house. But they never saw anyone or any dogs. They just heard the noises. 
At night, they heard what sounded like chains being dragged across the floor, and there were gnaw marks in the bedposts. Now, I'm going to say that most farms then and even today have an issue with vermin. Oh, yeah. You know this. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, anytime you have farms or even fields, they tend to have mice and rats and little creatures. So these animals, well, they're not really, these vermin, tend to gnaw at things. Um, So they could have been gnawing at bedposts. That would be an explainable answer. But the family did not believe that it was vermin. Okay. Soon, the children's hair was being pulled, but there was no one there pulling their hair. Sheets were removed from the children's bodies as they were sleeping. Soon after these events started occurring in the house, John Bell, the dad, began to experience paralysis on one side of his mouth. Stroke, question mark? Well, (laughs) one would think, right? Like, okay, well, maybe he had a stroke, and it's the 1800s, and they just don't know these things, you know? The evil entity seemed to not only have it in for John, but also target Betsy, the oldest daughter. Oh, Betsy. Betsy would be slapped, stuck with pins, and pinched on a regular basis by this invisible being. That doesn't sound like a really good Tuesday night. No, that doesn't sound... I mean, unless, you know, something kinky, but... (laughs) (laughs) Terrified, the family reached out to a friend, James Johnson, for support. James said, yeah, hey, I'll stay the night, you know, no problem. I'm sorry, James. Hell no. If I've heard that all this stuff, I know you would. I know I could call you. Yeah. Who are you going to call? Haley. Yeah. She's going to ghost bust for me. Yeah. You would so do that. I probably would. I would say, click, hang up the phone, (laughs) and that would be it. No, no thanks. Thanks, but I'm good. So James, he's all in, Mm -hmm. much like Haley would be. He stayed the night at their house. I was like, not to worry. I got this. We'll see what this is. Well, he too was visited and tortured by the unknown spirit. That's not good. No, that's really not how, that's not the hospitality I want to show my friends. Um, He told John that it felt like it was a spirit just like in the Bible. I'm sorry. I don't know what Bible you're reading, but the one that I have picked up occasionally usually it doesn't involve someone pinching pulling my hair sticking me with pins no i think he was getting at um like a demonic okay like dev- evil kind of things that you're you're warned against and okay those I, I think that's where it was headed but yeah i don't i'm thinking of the holy spirit <laughs> oh no 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 it wasn't it wasn't like the trinity you know like <laughs> They were like the Holy Spirit's not pulling my hair. No, no. Or sticking me with pins. No, well, not yet. Not yet. But, you know. Give it time. (laughs) (laughs) So the family began referring to this entity as a witch. You got to think, we're probably 40 years past like Salem witch trials. And this was just lingo that people often used in this time period to represent the supernatural, these um, apparitions. This is what they named it, a witch. 
So word very quickly spread throughout the town that a witch was taking up residency at the Bell Farm and many came to see for themselves. I mean, that would cause some curiosity, right? I mean, I would kind of want to be like, you got a witch in there? I would charge. Right? You could make some good money That's a that. really good, come to the witch house. And then, you know, even if like that day the witch was on vacation, you could still like, you know, maybe pull a chair with a, right. you know, string or yeah. something and, you know, freak people out. You want them to get their money's worth. Flick some lights on and off. I mean, I want a good Yelp review. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, I don't want somebody to write, came all the way from Massachusetts, paid 60 bucks, and nothing didn't happens. nothing happened. Yeah. Haunted? Huh. What a joke. No. I want somebody to give me a Yelp review that said, holy crap. I was so scared out of my mind. I'm coming back next year and bringing yeah. more people. Bringing my kids. Bringing my kids. It's a family <laughs> affair. It's a family event. <laughs> That's my hope. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Like Thank it. you. All right. So this is the point that the ghost slash witch began talking. Just chat, like just, just chatting. You know, everybody has to get things out. Like it's having healthy. A, having a fireside? <laughs> chat, <laughs> just maybe? Pull up a chair. Okay. Let's, let's talk. All so. Right. When curious townspeople would come to visit the farm and ask the witch, Who are you? What are you? The witch would say in a deep and demonic tone, I am a spirit who was once happy, but now I am disturbed. That's a lot of, like, that's a lot of effort, you would think, from... That's a lot of effort. Spirit. It's, it's a lot. I mean, usually now we only get, like, one-word answers and... Yeah. Or the, you know, help me ones, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. That's typical. But, no, I mean, this one goes all out, which I appreciate. Commitment. All the way. Commitment. All the way. This witch would sometimes say that they were haunting because there was a disturbing of an Indian burial ground that was dug up and the home was built on. It's never good. That's, that's disrespectful. Um, at other times, the demon was able to quote Bible passages. All right. And was able to recite sermons that had been given by pastors who were 13 miles away from each other. So a sermon had been given on a Sunday at one church, 13 miles away by another church, and this demon was able to recite it, you know, so. I mean, I both, just, like both sermons? Both sermons, yes, like verbatim. So it was like this entity was present at yep. the same time at both places, yeah. Weird. That is really, I mean, and that's a skill set, just memorizing Bible passages to start. I was never good at that in Sunday no. school. And I mean, you know, do you do it in that demonic voice? Because then that loses a lot. Why they kicked me out. Our father. Yeah, no. <laughs> so the witch seemed to enjoy getting uh, into heated debates. Now this sounds like you. Getting into heated debates regarding religious scripture and apparently <laughs> joined in gossip about others in the town. I love it. This witch. person kind of sounds like a mean girl. I like this witch. I'm with this witch. 
for a minute, I really did think when we talked about religious debates that we were talking about my Aunt Pam. <laughs> she loves a good religious heated debate. religious debate. She has a master's in theology oh, and wants, yeah, she wants to debate it all day long. I love it. And, you know, I don't totally have a leg to stand on, so I try not to go there with her because right. I will lose. Um, but yeah, this witch sounds like a mean girl. She likes to gossip. I like her. You know, likes to check you a little bit on your um, knowledge of the Bible. Also seems like a really interesting demon. I don't know. I mean, yeah. So I saw Sally yesterday. Listen, and she had on the worst blouse. Her bonnet was so ugly, I puked. Her apron did not match her socks. Can you believe the horse she came riding in on? It was a tragedy. Travesty. Tra- tragedy. <laughs> a tragedy and a travesty. A tra- both of them combined yeah. Yeah. in one. It, it, a tragedy. Tragedy. <laughs> English is hard. It's my first language. <laughs> <laughs> Same. It's hard. It's English is hard. It is hard. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I feel like this witch really encompasses everything you want to find in a, you know, satanic being. Yeah. Really. I mean, so while engaging in these debates and gossip fests, the witch seemed to chill out a little bit and stop the hauntings. I mean, when your mind is focused on, you know, talking about Bible passages or talking about who wore it best right obviously you don't have time to haunt the witch had a good day they want to take a nap and she felt really good she's like oh man yeah i love talking crap about the next door neighbor it's amazing that's what i live for yes did you see her new horse oh my god ugly the worst the worst so friends of the bell family would test the spirit um and ask it questions that only like them and their family specifically would know. And the spirit was able to change its voice to sound just like their loved ones who lived far away or were dead or had specific sayings that like only they knew. I'm telling you though, if, if I had tested this out and I heard the spirit like come forward as like my grandparent or something, you know, Holly, go over there and make me a coffee. That would be my grandmother, Geraldine. Holy cow. I would lose it. Yeah. I would be so creeped out. That'd be a lot. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So while John and his daughter, Betsy, um, seem to be the target of the witch's nastiness, (laughs) everybody in the family, you know, played a part a little bit. You know, they got their hair pulled pins you know just the normal the normal witchy things just the witchy things um the witch seemed to favor the wife lucy but not favor her in i'm going to harm her but totally the opposite lucy was referred to by the witch as the most perfect woman to walk the earth i get it lucy and uh would bring her berries and sing her hymns how nice starting to wonder like what's going on with this witch i feel like you know maybe there's a split personality here maybe maybe she's got a little bit of a crush on mary i lucy lucy yeah and i was thinking that too that's what it sounds like sounds loving yeah um kind of like you don't belong with john you belong with you belong with demon 
You belong with me. (laughs) (laughs) The witch also had an affinity for John Jr. and always treated him well. Okay. That's very sweet. Maybe maybe a motherly spirit. Yeah. yeah. The witch, on the other hand, referred to Dad John Sr. as Old Jack. I like it. And would curse at him and made his life very challenging. Well, he married a 12-year-old, so... Yeah, so she's like, you know what, creepo, here you go. This is for you. Eventually, the witch declared that she was going to kill John through physical afflictions and curses. Okay. I mean, why not? Sure. Sure, go for it. John became increasingly frail, and his ability to run the farm was no longer possible. He was bedridden and soon unable to speak. When John died at the age of 70 in 1821... That's a pretty long life, though, in 1821. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, because most farmers, they lived rough lives. They were dead by 35. Yeah. So, I mean, he doubled his lifespan. So maybe the witch torturing him a little kept him alive. Maybe. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Kept him on his toes. (laughs) Or off, in this case. Or off his toes. (laughs) So when he died, an unusual blue fluid was found by the bedside, and no one knew what it was or where it came from, and it was suggested that the witch had actually poisoned John in order to kill him. Okay. But again, think about it. He was 70. At that point, he lived a long life, so he could have just died of any other cause. But yes, folks believe that it was the witch. During this time, eldest daughter Betsy was engaged to a man named Joshua Gardner. The witch made it known that Betsy's choice in life mate was not approved by her or him. And this witch was about to make her life hell if she married Joshua. Which, you know, you killed my dad, so, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that you would probably kill me too. Right, you should probably listen to that witch. Yeah, yeah. She knows best. Yeah, the witch knows best. Witch knows best. So after the death of her father, a very fearful Betsy called off the engagement to Joshua. Very smart. The witch declared that she would leave the farm, but would return in seven years. Okay. So... I will say one good point, you know, that the witch had really was time management. Yeah. I mean, that's that's good. It's ding. All right. Time to go back. Because she returned exactly seven years later in 1828. Dang. The real question is, what did she do in that time? Did she haunt others? Did she maybe go on an extended vacation? She took a sabbatical. Traveled the world, maybe. Yeah. Used her powers for evil elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean... You know, it's nice to travel. It really it is. is. It really, it really good, good times. experience some diversity of culture. It's amazing. So by this point, seven years later, only Lucy and her youngest two sons were living at the farm. The others had married and moved away. The witch again started terrorizing the family because why stop now? Even right. she, she likes them. Uh, Lucy and her sons did not give the spirit any attention whatsoever, um, and it was pretty much what the spirit was desperately craving, so it abruptly said, bye, Felicia, packed up, and took its witchy bags with him. Mm. Yeah. It was never heard from again. Was never, never really bothered the family again. Um, it was said that the witch was the Bell's next-door neighbor who had passed away. Her name was actually Katie Batts. Hmm. Um, she went by Kate 
and the ghost seemed to respond well when anybody would say, Kate. It was known that Kate never liked Betsy's fiancé, Joshua, and would stop at nothing to keep the two apart. Now, I don't really know what a neighbor, like what investment would a neighbor have in some... I don't really care who my neighbor marries. I don't, I'm not As long as they're not like a criminal. Right, I'm not super attached to that. I'm not attached to my neighbors. Like, I don't care. Marry who you want. As long as they're not going to, like, blow my house up. I don't care. I got good neighbors. Yeah. I mean. They're solid. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's always important. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Kate was very frustrated by this. And apparently at some point she bit the dust but came back and continued her frustration over this whole fiancé. Gotcha. Betsy went on to marry a school official who was quite a bit older than her and have a family. So she never married that Joshua guy after she called off the engagement. While Betsy always feared Kate's wrath, she seemed to live a seemingly normal life and wasn't really bothered again by her. The townspeople begin referring to this ghost as the Bell Witch. Mm -hmm. People traveled from hundreds of miles away just to experience the Bell Witch. This event also spawned more documented cases of unexplained clanking and other supernatural experiences that seemed to target certain individuals. Sure. There are accounts throughout the 18 and 1900s that such detailed events actually occurred. The story is said to also have inspired the spiritualist movement in that area in the South, which of course, was heavily frowned upon by more religious and pious settlers. Hmm. Yeah. Even today, curious travelers stop at the side of the farm to call out for Kate and see if she answers. We have to go. I think we do. I think we do. Even as of late, in November of 2020, the legend of Bell Witch was discussed by David Britton on a show for Discovery Channel. There's also an episode of Ghost Adventures um, that investigated the hauntings. So, Haley and I need to go to Tennessee and visit. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm thinking. You know, go to Nashville, buy Mm -hmm. some boots, become famous country stars, and on the way home, swing by, you know, and and meet Kate. I like it. I think it sounds like a good trip. I like it. Maybe she would be willing to help our fledgling music careers. Maybe. I like that idea. Not that we need it. I mean, our talent is just... Speaks for itself. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, So she could help us or kill us. Yeah. Don't drink anything blue. If it looks like a slushy, it might not be. There's several other podcasts who have covered this case, and they go into, like, extreme detail. Like, it's it's a lot. Um, But from listening to some of the other ones and like reading on this case um and watching some episodes i think the family made it up why i just it's so outlandish like i don't think and there were people like i think in one of the podcasts i listened to there was like you know, people would come and write books about, like, what was going on in the year. And there was, like, a somebody with a crazy diary about what was going on. And there was a lot of suspicion that it was, like, the second oldest daughter or one of the daughters was, like, behind 
a lot mm. of it and they just <sighs> there was something that i i didn't mention because it's just so much stuff but um andrew jackson yeah had apparently come yeah. there and it was there was such folklore around it right um it's just weird stuff. and like maybe it, there was a haunting like maybe there was a witch like maybe it was kate but like the arguing over the bible trivia i can't imagine like bible trivia bible trivia it's just i don't know like i feel like it's one of those things like and at that point a lot of stuff was oral history anyway yeah of like people just exaggerating a little bit can you hear it now Welcome to Bible Trivia. Kate, come on down. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, I it's can't me. believe I made it. That's me. Hi, Mom. Hi. Oh my gosh. You're like, all right, Kate, are you ready? And she's like, yes, I'm ready. You know, that's yeah. exciting. But you, you bring up a solid point. Just like I would charge people and like make things move myself. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of that. Or at least just a little bit of exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Little hocus pocus. story. Um, yeah. Which means I'll probably get haunted now. Because, again, he, the dad was like 70, so right. he was going to be and old I and think, die anyway. I bet this, well, however old she was, you know, 20 years younger, I bet she was finally like, you know what, I'm done with you. Poisoned. Wow. Bye. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Because, I mean, I did the math. She would have been 50 when he died, so... She was married to him for 38 years. I put up with your bullshit for 38 years. It's time for you to go. My parents just celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary two days ago, a couple days ago, whatever. So sweet. Yeah, very sweet. But I would think, God, 40 years, that's a long time. My parents just celebrated their 26th. Wow. Yeah. See, luckily, I don't ever have to put up with anybody, you know, for, you know, 40 years. So. Same. So I won't worry about that because you know i don't like it yeah yep that's too long (laughs) it's a long time so you know kate can take him out yeah and she did so yeah well and he also married her when she was 12 so gross gotta go you gotta go sir such a nasty piece of you gotta go pipe (laughs) i'm (laughs) looking at her holding that pipe all right uh the pipe cleaner pipe cleaner (laughs) Not a like, a, not that kind of pipe. Not a like a smoking pipe, nor a like lead pipe. <laughs> Two different directions I could have gone. Well, right. It's and a I pipe thought, is it like crack pipe? It's like oh. not that. <laughs> I wasn't no. going there. Well, you know, it's why not? fine. Anyway. I was going to like old fashioned, like like a pipe, like a. I instantly like a thought, corn cob. I looked at you instantly. Thought crack pipe. <laughs> Something about me just screams crack user. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I don't this know if episode's gone down. I take offense to that or be flattered. Oh, I would be flattered. <laughs> like you, wow, thanks. Oh, so useful. You and, and energetic. Yeah, because I'm dying over here. Um, okay. Not from crack. <laughs> Some blue substance. Blue substance. From the Bell Witch. Oh, God. Oh, my God. We're going to get letters. Haley, how do they send us letters? Um, Yes, so you can find us on Facebook at mountainmysteries.appalachian at appalachia at gmail.com. Nope, that's our Appalachian. Jesus Christ, I can't talk today. You can find us 
on Facebook at Mountain Mysteries Tales from Appalachia. Find us on Instagram, mountainmysteries.appalachian. Find, send us an email, mountainmysteries.appalachian at gmail.com. Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash mountainmysteries. Y'all right? No. <laughs> I swear, Kate's, Kate's not here. I'm really struggling She's today. just on the struggle bus. I'm it's so okay. We are sometimes. It's we fine. all are. It's fine. It's okay. Well, yes. Hit us up on Patreon. Like I said, I plug it all the time, but honestly, you get way more than just weekly podcasts with us. You get extra episodes, you get some bloopers, and, you know, of course, episodes early. So if you're like, oh, it's Tuesday, I, I can't wait, I'm just, I'm jonesing without them, which mm-hmm. who wouldn't be? Right. You can get us a little bit earlier. Yes. So hit us up. That being said, um, I want to give a shout out before we go to... Washington, the District of Columba, Columbia, a.k.a. D.C. Woo! Thank you for listening. Thanks, D.C. All right. Well, that's my story. We'll catch you next time. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.